Welcome to the Multi-Orgasmic Mama podcast where sexy motherhood taboos are broken. I'm Tilly Storm, holistic sex and jade egg coach and tantric sex teacher, all around pleasure and prosperity advocate and mama of two. If you are looking to get the spark back in your sex life and relationship, if you'd like to revive desire and feel sexy again without hormones, years of therapy, or trying things that don't feel authentic in the bedroom, then download my free Ignite Your Desire e-guide at www tillystorm.com forward slash e-guide. This episode is brought to you by the Centrally Embodied Woman Collective. If you're ready to remove all your blocks to pleasure, turn on and feeling confident and sexy in your body through my paid programs and offerings, then head to www.tillystorm.com today. back at mamas today i have a super fun special guest for you today who happens to be my boyfriend chris hey chris hi tilly i think you're a little biased but that's okay <laughs> of course i am well today i brought a chris on and we're you know i thought about sharing some sappy valentine's day you know how to heal your heart or how to prepare yourself to find love or to heal, you know, all of the things in the way of you repairing any relationship problems that you might have in your life. And I was like, you know what? These ladies don't need another seven steps to to do something. They just need to hear our own story because I think it's wonderful and beautiful. And I thought you'd probably rather hear that than some seven step process. Just so. keep swiping, ladies. <laughs> so, Chris, tell me. How many swipes, how many years of swiping did you have to do before we found each other? I don't even want to think about it. Uh, it was a lot. I had been on various dating apps for off and on probably four or five years. And um, in all of that time, I think I dated one other person from any of those apps for like about 10 weeks. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was on them for two and a half years and and got ghosted 95% of the time, I believe. So I didn't have much luck either. <laughs> Call me Casper. <laughs> anyway, well, I'm wondering from our perspective, I mean, these ladies have heard some of the things that I've done in the last three years to get to a place where I could meet you. But I'm curious how that might be different for you and for men. And I'll share a little bit about my story, too, um, after he goes. But I wanted you to go first. Um, I don't know that it's different for men and women, per se, aside from the fact that they have uh, different processes, different ways that they deal with things. Uh, I feel like the journey for me was the same as it is for everybody else, which is you just have to come to a place of fully embracing who you are and loving yourself and being okay with wherever you're at in your life. And just knowing that the more love you give to yourself and the more work you do on yourself, the closer and closer that person comes to you. Yeah. And Chris is one of the most well-read people. Or I always say that and he's like, no, you are. I am the most well-read. And I would say that. Besides my grandfather. Right. Besides his grandfather that I haven't met. He's got 40 some years, 50 years on me. So. Oh, that's the only reason he's more well-read. Right. Okay. Clearly. All right. Well. He's a very well-read individual, and, you know, the work I do is pretty deep and extensive, and that was one of my requirements 
was that I didn't have to explain things to someone. I didn't have to explain what I do like 500 times over until they got it. So when I met him, it was like, oh my God, somebody that actually understands what I'm talking about. (laughs) And that gets it, huh? Can you explain to your listeners what it is you actually do? (laughs) I still don't know yet. You still don't know, my God. Okay, that's a lie. Yeah, that's still a lie. He hears me coaching people all the time, all day long. I had five sessions today. He heard me do that. So he's very well aware of what I do. But yes. Um, Okay, so Chris, tell us a little bit about like some of the the things you had to do other than just reading books and learning things. Like what was your process for you know going for a long time without being in a relationship to... And being completely heartbroken, you know, for several years, right? Yeah, I mean, my process was just that. Um, you know, as much as we want to skip past the yucky part, uh, sometimes you have to sit in the pain, and that's what's required of your for your transformation. And it, I honestly was at a point for a long time where I thought I was never going to find love. And wasn't really interested in looking for it. And you know, that's part of it too. When you stop looking, it finds you. So, you know, you just have to stop, stop focusing so much on it. You have to put out into the universe what you want. And then you just have to trust that it's going to bring it to you without trying to to push it so hard. Yeah. Mm. Beautiful. (laughs) Yeah. And for me, it was obviously doing lots of uh, relationship work and working on myself I mean, I did lots and lots of coaching and somatic coaching, trauma resolution therapy and all of this stuff. But I had come out of, you know, a fairly recent divorce and it required me to really look at the patterns that I was holding on from childhood um, that weren't, you know, helping me to attract someone on my level that, you know, could really see all of me and keep the commitment, I guess, is part of what I had to go through. It's kind of like falling in the mud in that when you fall in the mud, you can't do anything about the fact that you're all muddy now, right? So you can sit there and you can complain and whine about it and you can be real miserable about it. But at some point in time, you've got to get your butt up and just get going again. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. (laughs) Yeah. So, okay. Uh, Well, are there any other thoughts you had that you'd want to share to any of the ladies in particular listening about what they can do for themselves to find love or if they're already in a relationship to repair their hearts and to heal their hearts so that they can receive more of the love that's already there for them. You know, this is going to sound really hokey, um, but I guess the really hokey stuff is usually the true stuff. And if you want to find that love, uh, you know, the only way you're going to find it is by giving it. And if you have nobody else around to give it to, give it to yourself. You need to love yourself the way that you would want somebody else to love you. And that's important doubly because if they show up before you know how to show them that, then they're just going to love you a different way and not the way that you need and deserve. Mm, Yeah. And that was one thing that stood out about you, Chris, when I met you. (laughs) He is one really confident person. Uh, Very, very, very confident and very sure of who he is and holds himself really well. And that was not something that I came across. It was more of like, 
a false confidence. Like, I'm going to pretend to say this and, and try and act like I actually believe, you know, what I'm saying. And, they, you know, there's a lot of guys out there that that have that, that false bravado kind of thing. But you could tell that you were just, like, totally different. You were genuine and really rooted and real and who you are as a person. Yeah, I mean, I think that even with that, it's uh, still kind of a struggle no matter who you are and as much confidence and faith as you can have in yourself at some points. There are other times when you just don't feel that way about yourself. And so there's definitely a difference between, you know, being inauthentic and just kind of putting on a front and a facade about it. And there's also like, you know, knowing that you can do it even if you're not know how you're going to do it. And so it's just the fake it till you make it kind of thing. <laughs> well, then you are really good at it. He's got to be really good at something. <laughs> Okay, so let's talk about, um, you know, what, how we actually met. How did we meet, in your opinion? How did we meet? I, I want to tell five made up really racy stories to be funny, but, um, the, the way that we actually met is, uh, on Bumble. And like I said, I had been on so many dating apps and I was literally like almost to the point of just deleting them all because I was wasting so much time just like swiping at people. And I'm already very picky and look for very particular things uh, and trying to find the sort of person I was looking for in our geographical area yeah, it was very challenging. Um, but then one day there you were on Bumble talking to me and um, I just remember having a pretty brief conversation with you and then we did a quick uh, like video chat thing because it's pandemic and whatnot. And, um, I just wanted to keep talking to you more and here we are still talking to each other. And which he says he kind of likes me. <laughs> I, I, I love her and she knows it. He's giving her a hard time. Right. No, when I, when I asked him to do this with me earlier today, he's like, well, you know, maybe, maybe I don't even like you. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, you're so funny. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, so yeah, we met on Bumble, but what happened after that? How did we actually meet in person? Oh, um, I went to the wrong restaurant. <laughs> yeah, a friend of mine uh, was doing a vegan sushi pop-up dinner, and I'm a consummate connoisseur of vegan sushi, so we had to go for sure. And she was doing it out of this pizza chain, and they have two locations, and I accidentally went to the wrong location. So my first impression was um, texting Tilly or calling her, I guess, to ask her to come pick me up at the other location to take us to dinner because uh, it was more or less on her way there anyway. <laughs> right. And I remember showing up and seeing him standing, you know, right outside the door. And I was like, huh, he's really tall. <laughs> my first thought and his hair is really long and i was like oh he's pretty sexy too though i mean in all fairness on my profile it had a picture of me with my hair and stated my height so you shouldn't have been surprised yeah but y'all he's six foot three so i wasn't used to seeing guys that tall especially in louisiana so it was it was new and I was shaq's like, pretty tall right he's from here yeah yeah okay well i've never seen shaq so i have a couple count. times you have? Yeah, Baton Rouge at LSU. Wow. I didn't know that. I went to LSU and I didn't see him. Well, sorry. 
and we were only like a we 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 both went to Louisiana State University, and we were we missed each other by a year, I believe. Yeah, I wouldn't have been ready for you. No, no, me either. <laughs> so we would have been having other people's kids or something like that. I don't know. Oh Lord, have mercy. <laughs> Yeah, definitely the kids we had would not have been here. So that's that's a good thing we didn't meet then. Um, okay, yeah. So we met at a over a vegan sushi, and then um, I wasn't sure if I liked him. I'm still not sure if I like you. See, so. there he goes again. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure if I liked him, y'all. Um, I, he was so confident, and I was like trying to figure out: is he really just that confident, or is he being cocky? And little both. A little both. Okay. Well, now I know the truth. Wonderful. Well, it seemed sexy, and he was very nice to me and very polite, and that felt really good. And he didn't do any stupid, inappropriate stuff that sometimes guys you meet on Bumble or Tinder will do. Um, So what are some of those stupid, inappropriate things? So they know to steer clear of them this Valentine's Day. Yes, I was just about to point that out. Uh, so no dick pics, please. No, nobody wants that. Um, <clears throat> it happened before several times. Not sexy at all, especially if you never met the person. And then they're sending you dick pics. I'm like, are you for real? We should make people put that on their business card mm. if they feel that forward. Right. Just send yeah. it on their card. Right. That was ridiculous. Uh, other things. Mm, okay. Yeah. There were guys where it, that didn't know how or would not do a video chat with me. And that really pissed me off. Cause it's like, I'm a single mom. I have to actually like plan to go out. Like I can't just meet up with you. You know what I mean? And like, I want to know before I spend all that time going out with somebody that I've actually talked to them and know they're a real human and like know they're the same as what they say they are online. You should have had them fill out a Google form beforehand. Oh, I should so You have. could pre-qualify them. Yeah, I needed to pre-qualify the prospects. Right. That would have been smart. But I did not do that. So the video call was the pre-qualification prospect. How'd and I do? You did great. He had... No. Oh, I remember. It was FaceTime, and you only had FaceTime on your iPad? Because I don't have an Apple phone. Because he doesn't have an Apple phone. Because I refuse. He refused to use the Apple phone, but he has the iPad. And so he had to figure out how to use FaceTime on the iPad. Boomer. (laughs) You're the boomer. (laughs) He's only a year and a half older than me, but he's the boomer. I'm the millennial. (laughs) You're the boomer, boomer. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, we FaceTimed. And yeah, it led to a date. I don't know. I think we had uh, several phone conversations and FaceTime conversations before we actually met. Um, a few. Yeah. Yeah. And then after that first date, um, we went out to, oh, it was a Thursday night. We went and got margaritas. Because Thursday is date night. Oh, see? Yes, it's still Thursday. It's supposed to always be Wednesday, though. No, 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 no. See, Date night has always been Thursday for us, but he thinks it's Wednesday because when he first suggested that we actually do a legit date night, that it would be on Wednesday, and I mistakenly agreed to it because I forgot that I hold my group calls on Wednesday nights. The truth is that Wednesday night is date night because it's hump night. (laughs) Well, if you would have explained it to me that way. (laughs) 
<laughs> See, now date nights might be on a Wednesday. Maybe. <laughs> I'll have to reconsider. <laughs> but yeah, they've always been on Thursday. So yeah, we met Thursday and went and got margaritas and went and saw a friend of his at her house. And it was really fun. And then we sat, we went and sat at the river, the Mississippi River, and hung out and talked for like quite a while. Yeah, I wasn't sure if I liked you at first either. Mm-hmm. And here you are, so I must. <laughs> or or I don't like myself, one of the two. Mm, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's just a projection. <laughs> most okay. things are. Yeah, most things are, for sure. And then the third date, that was that was when I decided I liked you. That was the topless <laughs> one? The topless one. Yeah. Topless? We had a topless date night? No. We had a couple of topless dates at the pool. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. Okay, right. no, but I was thinking brunch because we went to brunch first. Oh, okay. Yeah, we went to brunch with some friends of his. And then we went to this pool party uh, that's like a clothing optional, I guess. Yeah, Adult. top optional. Yeah, top optional pool party. And most of us had, including me, had our tops off. And that's what he was talking about. So, <laughs> yeah, it was this pool party. And then then he, he asked me if he could kiss me. And I was like, I'm still not sure. But, yeah, like I wanted to. And he kissed me. And then it was like, okay, yep. <laughs> Lights out after that. Yep, I was done. I was I'm, done. I'm an excellent kisser from what I hear. Yeah, you are an excellent kisser. For sure. Yeah, so it was three dates, y'all. I know so many women always talk about, oh, like, well, if I don't see sparks on the first date, you know, like, it's just, I don't even give him a second chance. But I'm a big believer that if the guy's nice and polite, like, chemistry can build over time. And sometimes it just takes a few times getting to see someone before you really even know, you know. And at least for me, that's how it was. Like, I needed to see you and feel you out. And then it was like... As soon as I knew, I was like, okay, yep, done. <laughs> and I just needed some Bunsen burners. Some Bunsen burners. For my chemistry. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> wow, that's a nerd joke if I've ever heard one. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so three dates, and then and then I was sold, and I was kind of done. It's closed after that. It sealed was, the deal. It was sealed deal. Closed, done. And here we are. That was... <clears throat> what June? Yeah, I still might ghost you. <laughs> he has this joke that every time we go somewhere, he's like, "Okay, now I'm going to ghost you." Like if it doesn't go as planned or something, or if I don't do what I said. Or I mean, one day if I'm late or you don't see me, you might get worried. Oh my goodness. Okay. Yeah, I'm like, well, honey, your time for ghosting is long gone. <laughs> Oh, the commitment thing. Oh, I remember that. That was like right before the, my kids came back from uh, their dads from the summer. What commitment? Mm, yeah, you see, you're so funny. He's <laughs> <laughs> hilarious. Uh, quite the sense of humor. Uh, but yeah, I remember it was like late July and the kids were about to come home and I hadn't told the kids that I, I'd met someone like, you know, that I knew would be around. I, I wasn't sure what thing, what would happen at that point, but I just knew that, you know, when they came home, uh, he'd at least be coming over for dinner several nights a week or whatever. And then that's when I asked you, like, well, 
what are we? You know, what is this? It's always, they always want to know that, the ladies. <laughs> but when there's kids involved, yeah. I didn't want to date somebody with kids. Oh, yeah. I, I adamantly did not want to. Um, I mean, I, I, I have a child myself. And I've raised other people's kids, and uh, my son is in his late teens, so I just didn't want to have to start over with three or five year olds or anything like that. Um, you just lucked out because you have boys, and they're somewhat older, and they're cool. So, oh well, I'm glad I got lucky then, and right. they're cool because I'm cool and I'm awesome. <laughs> I will take all the credit for how awesome my kids are, for sure. So yes, we had the, we had the what are we talk, and and that was interesting. And what are we? <laughs> I'm like, well, what do I even tell my kids? Are you my boyfriend? And he did not want to say it. Oh my goodness, he was so resistant. He's like, can't we just like let it be what it is and. Because I hadn't had a relationship longer than three months since I broke up with my son's mother, like seven or eight years previous or whatever it was. And the last two that I did have came back horribly to bite me in the butt. So it was very once bitten, twice shy. Yeah. Yeah. So even those those guys that are not into committing ladies, huh, you inspire them to and then it might happen. But don't force them. Because that will backfire. That was a, a, quite a push and pull. I mean, I'm committed to doing whatever I want. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently you want to be here because you're still here. guess so. It's all the amenities. Oh, it's the amenities. Yeah. Because when, when this was happening, we were moving all of my stuff out of my old house into this new place. And we have a pool, a hot tub, a gym. And, like, everything everywhere was closed down, but, like, the gym here was open, the pool was open. <laughs> that was another great date in the second or third week of knowing you. Hey, help me pack up all my stuff to move. No. Actually, I took you to Miami for your birthday, and then after your birthday, we came home and packed my stuff. Okay, well. Right. <laughs> close enough. Anyway, okay, well. Anything else you want to share with them before? Yeah, I just want to let everybody know that as awful as it might seem at times and as alone as you can feel and as far as the person you're looking for can feel away from you, that just keep doing your work and walking your steps and you'll get there when you get there. And when you do get there, it's going to be great. Yeah, I agree. It's worth the wait. Luckily, it was only two and a half years for me. <laughs> I can't imagine eight or nine. <laughs> this is a good long while. Yeah, right. But, you know, doing that in our work and going deep and getting serious about, you know, working through the relationship patterns you've had in the past that you know are going to come and bite you in the ass if you don't do anything to change them. That's That's what in my opinion, why it only took two and a half years for me because it was so committed to just not repeating the same mistakes um, that I just went all in. And it was like nonstop for two years of constant support and really being held accountable so that I wouldn't repeat these patterns. So it can work, ladies. Just keep going. And for those of you that, you know, you're in relationships and, you know, you 
maybe there's something that happened in your relationship. Um, say you've been together 15, 20 years, if there is some transgression or some, uh, some way that your partner hurt you in the past, it's all the same process, whether or not, you know, the commitments there or not that you just commit to healing your heart, being there, learning how to love yourself and all of it, and you will get there. And this is exactly what we do and help and support women through an, um, essentially embodied woman program which closes on March 2nd. So if you're inspired and you're ready to dive in and do the deep work um, that I did and that I went through and that I help support others through, um, if that's something that you're ready to do now, I would love for you to apply at www.tillystorm.com forward slash essentially dash embodied dash woman. And not just because she is my girlfriend, which I have no problem (laughs) saying. Tilly, but also because I have had the opportunity to hear from dozens of women that she's worked with um, and just the real testimonials from them about how doing this work has changed their life and opened them up in ways that they never expected. And it's truly inspirational. And thank you for all the great work that you do. And anybody who gets to work with you is really lucky. (laughs) Thank you. And so I'm about to cry right now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and uh, I guess as a last note, if you are by yourself on this Valentine's Day, um, take some time to savor it. I learned so much about myself when I was alone that I would never have learned if I was in a relationship with somebody and I needed to do the work to be prepared for that relationship. So, um, you know, even if it may be not the most fun thing, um, you're going to look back on it and be really glad you went through that. Mm, yeah. Well, I'm sure glad that we both did what we had to do to get here. (laughs) Okay, sappy moment for you all. (laughs) And also buy Dogecoin. Oh, God, the Dogecoin. Yes, the Dogecoin. Oh, this is all we hear about in our household these days. It's a family of investors and Bitcoin, Dogecoin, all the cryptos. So if you're into cryptocurrencies, buy the Doge. Hodl the Doge to the moon. Let's all get rich. (laughs) <laughs> nobody's gonna know what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> it's all good they'll figure it out as soon as uh amazon and, and tesla buys a hundred billion shares of whatever so <laughs> just do a google search on dogecoin you'll figure it out <laughs> yes all right love you all thank you so much for listening to our love in the time of the rona how we met in 2020 story happy valentine's day happy valentine's day